Welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Frank. Oh, so it's Pottercast. Pottercast? What's that? Pottercast? What's Pottercast? I have no what idea. What is this Pottercast you speak of? Pottercast is a a once in a while podcast show <laughs> that comes back when there's big Harry Potter news. We used to be weekly. We've been allowed around for ten years, but didn't do anything to celebrate, and <laughs> and we keep trying to come back and do regular podcasts, but we all have more work than we used to, and it's hard. It's yeah, we've hard. all grown up just a little bit. And We're all like sucks. old now. Hey, Which is weird. hey, 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 you're not old because I'm older than you. But I mean, like, we're all like equally the same amount of years older than we were previously. Well, anyway. But yeah, Harry Potter podcast and 2016 has thrown so much new Harry Potter at us that it's brought us back from the hibernation, I guess. So much Harry Potter. So much. And you would think, like, the Fantastic Beasts movie with its new trailers and everything else. Like, that's exciting, but not enough for a Pottercast. And then you got Pottermore that's like, we're going to completely redo the sorting hat and, like, completely redo the whole website because the first version, like, wasn't super cool. And, eh, that still wasn't quite enough for a Pottercast. But, geez, when Joe's tweeting out images that say the eighth book on them, like, literally the phrase, the eighth book, like, okay. Well, the, the phrase is the eighth story. The eighth story, right. The eighth story. Just as well. That's enough, I guess, for another podcast. So here we are. So what happened this morning, Frankie? I woke up to a text message from John telling me to get onto iMessage, which I can't do because I don't have an iPhone anymore. And so I was like, what? What? Why? And so he's like, the eighth book is getting published on July 31st. I was like, <laughs> what? What do you mean eighth book? And so I got all like crazy excited, which I'm still super excited. But I had no idea. I had no context whatsoever. So I was all confused. It was funny. I, I love how excited my voice sounds coming out of your mouth because I was half asleep myself. But still, just a lot more excited I mean, in my brain than I would have been in, in my voice. So I'm glad I just texted you. <laughs> yeah, what time did you, did, did you hear about this? You know, like pretty much right when I woke up, like right around. No, but eight. when did you wake up? I, okay, and then I woke up around the same time. I wasn't sure if that was like just sitting on my phone. My text messages were like, "Oh my god, Frankie, Frankie, look well, over here!" And I'm like, "You know, our, Frankie, look over here." Our old friend <laughs> Melissa knew about it for hours and didn't bother texting or calling us. So I mean, what? I'm glad I Melissa? looked at Twitter because your old friend Melissa just just you know. Her hundred other priorities more important than calling us about a new Harry Potter book. Can I explain to you what I was doing at (laughs) 7 o'clock this morning? At 7 o'clock this morning, I was sitting with my three-year-old nephew, and he was vomiting. That's what I was doing at 7 o'clock this morning. That's basically the only excuse I would have accepted. My little baby was sick. Um, But no, I was at my sister's because I had just gone home from a vacation, and before that, we had just put on Broadway Con, and I am basically not in the atmosphere right now Aww. and so um i got the news i went into work and i got the news and i was just like oh they're they're publishing they're publishing the cursed play cool and it didn't occur to me 
<laughs> like it really didn't sink in. Like, oh, that's book eight. Wait, that's the eighth. Wait a second. It's book eight. <laughs> Took a minute to burn in. And then the second minute was, oh, it's during GeekyCon. Wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Oh my god, I have so much to do. Like, <laughs> like that was literally the and then by that by that point you were texting me, John. Yeah. So holy cow. The eighth story. So crazy. I I just I just well, it's a play. Let's get real. It is not written by J.K. Rowling. Well that's the part that I hope that we'd spend some time talking about and, and what that will mean for the experience for all of us. Because it you're right. It, it isn't really written by her but it's based on her stories i don't know what that means based on the fact that it's like based on harry potter characters and that's enough to say it's based on her stories or whether or not she actually contributed like this is actually what harry and all them are up to and you can write a story about it like to what degree is it her brain in here do we have any way of knowing this well we know she's been working with um with the with the the writers to like create the story but there's one thing to like break like what happens and another person to write it so she's probably helping them really come up with it and probably helping them like tweak to yeah. make sure they're right in character like if if they wrote something that was like oh harry would never like you know beat jenny like <laughs> like she could probably step in okay. and be like if there was a writer putting that in i'm pretty sure i mean yeah like that would be a good veto right there she probably has unlimited vetoes it's true. But it's it's crazy. Like, what kind of upside-down world is this that J.K. Rowling is writing a screenplay for a Harry Potter movie and not the book that's coming out of It's not a content. book. It's not we have to book. get clearer it, on this. It is not a book. But what format am I going to buy it from the, the store where they sell things that aren't books? A manuscript. It'll be it like is a, a script. It yeah, is a play. a play. Is it play, not like, going to be in bookstores and on bookshelves next to other books? Okay, there are movies in bookstores, too, next to other books. <laughs> They're probably, they're it probably has pages will. and text and words and things. But I mean, like, if, correct me if I'm It will be bound, but the format is not a novel right. like we're known it. It is a play. Okay. It's different. So let's it's talk about what makes it different. And then, and then, like, just, it's going to have, like, dialogue and stage direction. That's it, right? Yeah, dialogue and stage direction. And especially no British style is to not get very florid in the stage direction. So it's going to be what they say, period. All right. Well, we're going to pair that with like a bunch of fan art and like a bunch of other like other things that we know from people who have seen the play and they can fill in the blanks. Can they not? I mean, a plays the reason a play is the way it is is that it's open to so much interpretation. So what what is in the play must that is non mix like that must always be the play. Mm-hmm. But different directors can interpret it different ways. So what happens on on screen that isn't on I'm sorry on stage that isn't the actual words of the play mm-hmm. i don't know if that's canon oh that's it, interesting. this is this production the what is printed that's canon so we're saying but that what, like how it's interpreted might not be so this first production iran could put on a version of the show that you know the second time around maybe like the new york version it could be really different yeah, probably if it goes to Broadway, it'll be the same because people will want to see the same show right now. But uh-huh. in 10 years, if it gets a revival... Oh, well, sure. I mean, they could revive the Harry Potter movies in 10 years. Yeah, they can. I hope they do because I want to help work on them. Probably Actually, I that. want them to do a HBO miniseries, but oh, we'll yeah. get to that later. I, mean, I think we've always wanted a miniseries version of these. How cool would that be? Yes, but animated. But anyway, animated. Wow, that'd be different. But that's another topic. Yeah. Sorry. But okay, I like. I kind of actually like this idea. Like, 
you know, it would be a fun experiment right now to do it with Hamilton, for example. Like, almost the entire show, word for word, is in the soundtrack. And there's some cast stuff album. that happens. Cast album. It's not a soundtrack. Whatever. Cast album. The soundtrack is Ms. what plays Broadway in the background Con. of the movie. Whatever the hell it is. Different. Everybody it's knows different. what I mean. Everybody knows what I mean. Well, everybody should learn the right term. All right. Everybody knows, I, I now didn't that know, we know the right terms here. Now that you really know what I mean. Like, you could take the cast album and the libretto, if that's what it's called. Libretto? Libretto. Libretto. Uh, whatever. I'm Californian now. I pronounce it that way. <laughs> okay. So, but you could be like, Hamilton walked over there to talk to Burr. And then Burr said, hey, what's going on? You know, I, I don't know it all word for word. No, you can't. You can't change the words. Well, okay, you, you cannot can't change. change the words. Like all of the actual words you can put in there. But you could add, like, describe what you're seeing. To be like, he walked over there and picked up that cup and said, no. hey, I have, an, I have an idea. I don't know. No, Again, I, no not you, the actual you can't... words. So if the stage direction is in there, it stays in there. But sure, if the stage sure. direction is not in there, you can do whatever. You could make it up. Well, and if it says, like, he approaches him or he walks over to, like... Yeah, you can just put it, it into could proper be a walk. English. It could be a run. I mean, as yeah, long like, as he's I don't think anybody's going to... Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to sue somebody over. He didn't walk over there. But the words are for sure what can't be changed. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's suing anybody. This is I'm just talking about, like, a little fan project here. No, yeah, I mean, I'm actually when I realized that it was the play, that's I mean, like it made me kind of like, okay, this is going to be a totally different experience than before because mm-hmm. it is just like I wonder how long it's going to be. Remember, it's going to be in two parts. This play, like they're selling tickets. You come back and you see it in two separate evenings. It's that long. Like it's not even just one evening's worth of a show. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's eight hours, so it's four hours and four hours, or one sitting all day. Plays are typically shorter. I mean, I don't know. It could be like a three-hour play. I don't know how long it is. Maybe maybe it's out there already how long it is, but they're going to be workshopping this thing for like, you know, plays get worked on until they go public. Well, that's so. the other interesting thing here is that they said that this book that's coming out is a rehearsal version and that they're going to eventually release a collector's version of the actual finished play. Yeah, I'm going to want both now. Well, they, they're, they're like, banking on They're smart. <laughs> They're going to be like, how can we sell this well, thing twice? Oh, right. Part of me doesn't. Part of me thinks I don't want to even like. I got bought tickets to go see it next, like in December. Part mm-hmm. of me doesn't want to go see it now because it's like, no, this is so much you want to see it, but I it's going to be so expensive to go the, over there. Yeah, you want to see it. You want to see the production that they're creating and why it has to be produced with the kind of effort they're putting. It's it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. You, I know. I mean, so we read the manuscript version. Or the rehearsal version. After we see the play, then we buy the collector's version, and then we wait another year or two until Joe says, "Here's my version. Here's like the author edition," and then she'll come in and like completely flesh it out like beautifully no. with like Joe writing because like that's listen, how she you do does. what you want, you know. But like we we're we're witnessing like like the Harry Potter books being released in house editions now for every house with their own cover we're seeing illustrated editions come out now chamber of secrets is next next year you're telling me that the only version we're ever going to have of this eighth story is basically you know the script to the play no i don't think so maybe at first maybe for the first year but no, there's going to be more. You can quote me on it. February 10th, well, yeah, 2016. I mean, especially if it's successful, if it's a fraction of the success of any of the other books, yeah. you know, it'll, they'll milk it. 
Um, who is it just going to be because it's a play? Is it just going to be published from a year like a UK publisher and just sent over no, here? No, Scholastic is publishing it. But are they going to tra- are they going to change it to like to be like American words and stuff like that? No. Or they're going to keep no, all I the British. I don't think so. I think it's got to be British because it's got to be like said aloud a certain way. It's like yeah, how we can so. get British plays here. And they're not changed to be American. Okay, good. Yeah. That was my only concern. If like Scholastic is going to publish it, it's like I don't want them changing it. I want it to be exactly you know but from what I think they stopped that after like the second book. Yeah, they did kind of stop that. Plus, like, what would be like what would be the purpose? They're not trying to make American audiences. Uh, that's not tr- they're, yeah, they're not trying to like palliate it to American yeah. audiences the way they were. And now we have Harry American Potter. canon, so like you can't like even really mess with that too much. With the Fantastic Beasts movie, we have your Nomage, Nomage, Muggles. Nomage. Nomage. I want to learn so much about these American schools. I hope there's more than one school in America. How do you pronounce the American school? I can't ever say it. Ilvermoney? Ilvermoney? I have no idea. I have no idea. I or an L? I can't even. I. I. Ilvermoney. Ilvermoney. Sounds like somebody drunk trying to say Hermione. That's not incorrect. Get over here. Hermione. No mash. No mash. <laughs> no mash, Hermione. So, speaking of Hermione, I don't think anybody other than Harry and Albus Severus has been mentioned by name in the synopsis, unless I'm missing something. Have you read any more about that, Melissa? What synopsis? No, I have not. For the cursed child, like obviously, you know. Well, I guess we're making assumptions here that this isn't going to open up with like a Harry uh, having been divorced with Jenny for five years sort of situation. Like we imagine that they might all be together. Uh, we all I that don't we know, know is Jenny that Harry is overworked, cast. and Albus Severus is burdened with the, you know, some sort of like fame from his family from his dad that he doesn't want to deal with but you know he's the third of the kids to go through the school so what unique challenge is he having that his siblings didn't have yeah that's what i was thinking too like why the last why the why the youngest like what is that i guess maybe he has the stigma of his you know his siblings as well and his cousins as well his name is albus severus like, yeah. geez, God. I know, but it's almost like, I hope there's a... There's more to it? I'm sure there is. Part of me hopes that there is some sort of logic behind him having a harder time, not just because he's named this. Like, what a coincidence. Like, I hope there's some sort of, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to eat it up regardless. But no, like, there's got to be. Part of me hopes that there's some sort of, like... Maybe some magical rule if you're if a wizard is named after another wizard, like there's some <laughs> like I don't know, like there's some sort of like heritage thing that can be passed on. I have no idea, yeah. but I would What do you think they mean by the word curse? Is it in the Harry Potter sense, like a literal curse, or do we think it's just like, you know, I'm cursed with this terrible luck this week because I keep forgetting my phone. I think at he's got to be cursed in the Harry Potter sense. Wouldn't that yeah. be a little bit disappointing if You're it right. was like, oh, see, and then that could be a good way too. Like, like because he's named that, someone curses him. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because like that, I would buy. Like, of course, like, oh, like yeah, if, uh, someone who's going to be some sort of wizard terrorist or weird professor or student who doesn't get over something, they're going to curse. You know, Harry Potter's. 
well, youngest boy who's named after. Maybe he's a Slytherin. He could be a Ooh, Slytherin. I really want them to be sorted in other houses than Gryffindor. I think can it'd be we, so much we, fun. Can we ask why he's in a nest? See, I don't know. Because like the my first impression when I saw that cover, it reminded me of a snitch. Because the gold background, it's a circle and there's these wings. And like, so it's just like, oh, he's like, it's like a snitch. And snitches, you know, originally were little tiny birds, but I have no idea why he's in a nest. Like, and it's it has just wings. So, what is, what are these wings? I don't know. That's what made me think, you know, um, snitch. So here's the thing like, it's playing up on the whole idea of having to be pushed from the nest when you're like the bird in the bunch that's afraid to oh. fly. And so he's there, he's, he's hugging his knees. He's obviously, you know, a little scared of, you know, the world, um, you know, the dark wings suggest maybe he's going to embrace some magic that may traditionally be dark magic. Um, and he has to come up with, you know, how to strike that balance and still be a good person. Um, maybe there is an actual curse that suggests, uh, you know, maybe he, when he does attempt to do magic here and there, it just comes out wrong. Um, maybe there was a prophecy, just like Harry had, that, uh, you know, the thirdborn would end up being the next Dark Lord or something like that. Uh, and he That's has to contend with what everybody is worried about and expects these terrible things from him and, you know, trying to continue to be not that person. I do like the idea of there being another prophecy, like that he has to kind of like prove wrong or prove right, but differently than people think. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah, I mean, that would be an interesting way to repeat the whole thematic device of, you know, the original series. It's just kind of in reverse. It's like, how do you prove the prophecy wrong in this case? That is really interesting with the whole prophecy. That's a nice way to kind of tie into, because that was such a big part of the original series. Mm Mm-hmm. But it also mentions how Harry is overworked. Maybe part of this is going to be about Harry, like, being a good father. I'm sure he is a good father, but he's probably a little bit stressed. Well, and, you know, you know sometimes pe- parents, they get a little bit uh, complacent on that third child. And, you know, that first child, they're going to be crazy, like, paying all sorts of attention to, not wanting to screw up, being parents. And maybe that second child, particularly... If it's a different gender, it's like a new situation. But that third child, maybe they'll just feel like an autopilot. And Harry went back to work, and Harry is working a lot harder than he used to. You know, that probably has to be there in order to explain why, you know, Albus Severus could live so much of his life in a direction where he feels like he's isolated or he feels like he, you know, is is more alone than he than he ought to be or... Well, it's also good for the story. That's why Harry was an orphan. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and Harry did not have Harry did not have a good example of a father. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he had father figures that all died in repetition. Yeah. Um, but like to be fair, like it's like I'm sure he'll be like the best, like Arthur Weasley in the fact that Ginny's around. Maybe Ginny died and he's a single dad. Ooh, that'd be hard. Ooh. I mean, she hasn't been cast, guys. Like she hasn't been cast at all. Do we know I mean, for sure? Not that we know. We're gonna, oh. I'm sure we're going to get a Look, this is going to be in previews before it gets published. So we're going to know who all the characters are yeah. okay. before it comes out. That's cool. Yeah, because like if Ginny had passed or something or Ginny died and he's a single dad. Because Ginny has to be around because even if they got divorced, it's Ron's sister. 
You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. it's not like she's completely removed from the story and like she was good friends with Hermione. Yeah. It might be simpler just to kill her off from a writer's standpoint. So, so we don't know much about the kids, but we know Harry pretty well. So like, I'm curious what your guys thoughts are on, you know, beyond what we know about the, from the epilogue, what sort of life has he been living? And are they, have they fully embraced living in the magical community all this time since Voldemort or would Harry want something more reclusive, you know, like an Obi-Wan Kenobi situation? I think Harry's probably trying to have a normal life and the wizarding community is not letting him. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, think of Hogwarts probably has like a crazy, you know, situation like for like a Harry portrait slash statue slash some oh, kind of memorial it. to that whole situation. Oh, a Harry portrait would be the best because then how awkward that would be whenever he went back to Hogwarts. He'd be like, oh, there I am. Yeah. And then the young Harry always like, oh, hi, Harry. I think the portrait happens after you die. They can have portraits in their alive, though. Do they? Does anyone? Uh, I feel like we talked about this. I don't think that death is a required piece of this. No, but I don't know of an example of somebody. Well, except for Dumbledore Gilderoy, had but, it ready to know. go. Yeah, but that was like self, you know. What do you mean? Gilderoy made sure those existed. It just says it's possible. Well, they were really, they were really um, more like portraits, like photos. Like photos. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. There was actual portraits too, unless the film canon is completely out of whack with the book canon. But I don't know. Like I, I think maybe. I read somewhere too that they said that uh, a lot of the wizarding world was resenting Harry for not going to Voldemort sooner and letting all those other people at Hogwarts die in the battle. If uh, you know, in the end, Harry had to confront him in the first place, like saying that he ought to have done that from the beginning. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of like, like armchair quarterbacks about the war oh yeah and like and that's just that's ripe for like storytelling because that'd be great all these people like oh they should have done this blah, blah, blah. i'm like yeah okay let's calm down well i mean if you remember uh you know seamus talking about how uh his parents didn't even want him to come back to school that year and you know all of this you know accusing harry of all these awful things because people don't know the whole story and like nobody was with harry in the forest again, like nobody was with Harry through the, through the majority of the Horcrux hunting, other than uh, Ron and Hermione. So they're all just going to have their own assumptions about what really happened up leading up to the battle and during the battle and everything else. Like all they know is what they can see is a destroyed school and like a bunch of dead students and other people. Yeah, especially people, you know, it's their their child, their brother, their older brother, their younger sister who definitely who died, so they're gonna be a little more Yeah. I don't know, opinionated and aggressive about it. How do we get here from there? Oh, the whole like people in one of maybe the hardships that Harry's having are people like giving him a hard time about not acting sooner when he's older, all mm-hmm. that kinda the pressures of him being the the chosen one. Right. So, should we keep this short, you guys? Because part of what I kind of wanted to ask the people listening is how much interest they had in more, you know, Pottercasts, uh, if we can find some time for them leading up to this 
you know, release in July, so there's no sense in trying to hit everything right now. Well, why don't we give them one method by which to tell us instead of like... Let's try Twitter, at Pottercast. If for whatever reason you just absolutely don't have Twitter, which I understand there could be some of you, because we've had this feed for like 10 years, um, you know, email us, staff at Pottercast.com, um, but preferably Twitter, because we'll see those right away. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. this was a we had to we had to get on and do this tonight. Yeah. No other option. This is literally yeah. February tenth, the day that everybody found out. So it's my cousin's birthday. Oh well, shoot! Happy birthday! What a birthday for your cousin. I know she's all excited. Yeah, and if we do another one of these, maybe we'll talk more about what we've seen of the Fantastic Beasts movie because a longer trailer came out and all sorts of cool new things we're figuring out about magic in america all the different all the different magic schools around the world it's yeah so awesome. oh my gosh so we didn't awesome. even like talk about the other magic schools i, I, I can't know. even remember them for the life of me to be honest i haven't looked at that hard yet but oh my gosh i was pouring over them the one thing i, I love is that the wizarding school in japan has their students wear special robes that change color as they're learning their magic so and totally awesome. rats them out if they start doing dark magic i thought that was hilarious yeah they have that at hogwarts too it's just uh, green and silver uh, and that's how you know john that's not true. Aww. You're very clever, Jonathan. Sorry, Slytherins. Um, but yeah. Cool, guys. Well, this was fun. It was fun. A little taste. Just a little taste. Yeah, don't forget to tweet at us at Pottercast. Let us know if you enjoyed this and if you want some more. Please, sir, can I have some more Pottercast? <laughs> more Pottercast. More Pottercast. We'll see you okay. guys later. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah. We've missed it. Top of you free. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, geez, ow, little, I can't uh, even. Like, I'm just laughing that like this didn't come out a few days ago while you were still on your vacation. Because how funny would that have been, you trying to, like get connected to everybody from like another continent like that's absurd <laughs> yeah it was also like the first vacation i've ever gone on where internet was seriously thin on the ground like when we had wi-fi i could have never done this oh i'm sure where I where in, were you i was in africa yeah okay africa that's what i thought like you're like here lion take the text messages for me basically i did meet a few lions oh my that's gosh cool. Did you, did you tell the lions that you had a little lion of your own who's like super nice to everybody just like lions let me tell you, those lions were nicer than Moochie. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Uh-oh. Frankie got his own little lion. Yeah, and he's a little loud mouth. I think we woke him up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shh. <laughs>